Tribes by Seth Godin One sentence summary Tribes turns you from a sheepwalker into a heretic by giving you the tools to start your own tribe, explaining why they are the future of business and showing you that you too can be a leader. My favorite quote from the author is The secret of leadership is simple. Do what you believe in, paint a picture of the future, go there, people will follow. Seth Godin If you could base your entire efforts at business on just one author's books, I'd suggest you pick Seth Godin. Not only because 18 of his books are bestsellers, or because he's really good at predicting the future, but because the way he does business is based entirely on honesty, hard work, and a positive spirit with a drive to change the world. Tribes is no different. Published almost a decade after permission marketing, this book explains how the internet has made it possible for an ancient phenomenon, the development and growth of tribes, to take place anywhere in the world, all the time. We're all parts of plenty of tribes already. There's our work tribe, our family tribe, our carpooling tribe, our soccer tribe, and our karaoke tribe. But now, there's also the disc golf Facebook group tribe, the Barack Obama email newsletter tribe, and the inspirational quotes Instagram tribe. Starting a tribe is now something anyone can do, and Seth really thinks you should. Here are three lessons to help you get started. 1. Assemble these three elements to start a movement. 2. Just tighten the connections in your tribe, don't worry about growth. And 3. Are you a heretic or a sheepwalker? Time to build a tribe, don't you think? Let's go! Tribes, lesson 1. Combine these three elements to make a movement. This answers the question, what are the three parts of a tribe, according to Seth Godin. It doesn't take much to keep a group moving. 1,000 true fans are enough. But how do you get them? According to Seth, you have to bring three things to the table. 1. A narrative that tells a story of the future you're trying to build. 2. A way to connect the leader with the tribe and the tribe members among each other. And 3. Something to do and activity to participate in. By the way, I want to be a millionaire isn't a good narrative. Maybe pick something less focused on money. For example, with 4-minute books, I imagine a world where everyone can learn from the world's best books for free. They might not be able to read the entire book, but they can learn something that might change their life, without having to pay. Connecting is easy. On 4-minute books alone, you have a ton of options. You can comment on the summaries, suggest a book, and of course, join the conversation on my email list. Our shared activity is reading, of course, and I'm already thinking of a way to help our tribe's members to connect each other. So stay tuned. Tribes, lesson 2. Forget growth, just focus on strengthening your tribe's connections. This answers the question, is it important that a tribe gets really big? The bigger the tribe, the better, right? Well, those are the old ways. New product. Let's shove it down people's throats with a ton of TV ads until everyone sees how great it is. But nope, not anymore. Initially, don't even worry about the growth of your tribe. Its biggest advantage is that there are multiple connections. There's the connection between the leader who can talk to the tribe. The tribe can also talk to the leader. The tribe members can talk to each other. And lastly, the tribe members can talk to outsiders. The most important of these is number three, because this is how a tribe becomes a tight-knit community, which is why it's so important to turn that shared interest, in this site's case reading, into a passionate goal the entire tribe can strive for. So sharing our knowledge of the world's best books with the world for free. 
By knowing that they're an insider, part of a small group which excludes the rest of the world, and forming strong bonds with one another, your tribe's first members will build the foundation on which you can build a powerful movement. Tribes. Lesson 3. Which one are you? Heretic or sheepwalker? This answers the question, what happens if I don't decide to lead a tribe? What's the alternative? That said, anyone can lead a tribe, but not everyone. The world is split into heretics and sheepwalkers. A sheepwalker is someone who has been conditioned and trained by school and through society to keep their head down, not cause any trouble, and obediently follow the rules. They're the people who give you a ticket for the slightest violation of parking rules or wire $10,000 for a deal they know will never work out just because their boss told them to. Heretics, on the other hand, are fed up with exactly that. They want to abandon stupid rules which don't make any sense and think the status quo isn't quite good enough. That's why they take action, even without asking permission first. Using a skunkworks methodology, they round up a bunch of amazing people and give them the freedom to do what they need, whatever it might be that's necessary, to move forward. The media tells us being a heretic is dangerous. But today, it's really not. The only question is, which one are you? My personal takeaways from Tribes for 2017. Now, obviously, I have been building a tribe for quite some time. Um, but this was a... I haven't read the book, I have read the summary on Blinkist. Um, but I have to say that this was one of the very few cases where I took notes while reading Blinks. Like, putting notes in my Evernote and and Apple Note, where I keep some notes about four-minute books, how I want to run the business, how I want to do the site, and so on. Um, because there was there was some stuff in there which I thought, hmm, yeah, I haven't done this well. I should do more of this. This is important, and so on. Um, and I wonder how to best walk you through this. Okay, so let's recap real quick the three elements. A narrative, a connection, and an activity, right? So... Let's say your narrative is, maybe I can find something that's not that common. Maybe it's popcorn, right? You love popcorn in all kinds of variations, flavors, colors, sizes, styles, whatever, everything popcorn. Like you have always loved popcorn at the movies and you started making your own and so on. You love popcorn, okay? That's the narrative. So maybe what you want to do is spread this this awareness about popcorn and all the different flavors and maybe you eventually want to make your own popcorn company right so you want to make the best popcorn in the world so your narrative would be use your brand or whatever or whoever you are you would strive to be the best popcorn uh maybe like it's super healthy popcorn or uh, you have more flavors than anyone something like that in the world okay good so the tribe and the connection you could do the connection across all kinds of channels internet is obviously uh, the way to go you could do Facebook Instagram YouTube you can do any platform you could build an email list for that um, and you could do an activity right so you could do um, or but let's go offline actually because that's not talked about that often let's say you want to start locally with your popcorn business um, you would take uh, 
you could do something like flyers. Uh, you could go to local Facebook groups and arrange meetups. You can go to meetup.com and make a popcorn meetup. You could go to the cinema or to the to the movie theater and try to sell your popcorn there. Or just talk to the people who are there and hand out flyers and say, hey, yeah, if you like popcorn, uh, to everyone who buys popcorn in the theater, say like, hey, um, I'm building a community around popcorn. Would you like a sample? I made this one with cinnamon or whatever. You could do that one, right? And then you would start building a connection. And then maybe you would do a Facebook group where everybody can uh, join your popcorn tribe. Or... Um, you could even do a meetup at home, right? That's a tribe too. Like five people in a living room talking about popcorn, that's a tribe. Uh, and then, of course, the activity, which would be something like meetups. You could do contests. You could do like votes where people can sample three types of your popcorn and then um, and then uh, vote for the best one and say why. They could make videos about their popcorn. Um, they could share their own popcorn recipes, all kinds of stuff, right? So that's that's your popcorn tribe right so initially what most people would do is like okay i got i got 10 people okay now let me get 20 okay now let me get 50 now let me get 100 okay so most people are focused on growing the tribe especially in the beginning it just feels natural but what if you took those 10 people and you put those 10 people in a room and you made sure that once a week all the 10 people they meet up and instead of asking like everyone to share it and talk to their friends about popcorn and whatnot, you could just try to connect these people to each other in ways that they can benefit. So maybe uh, Sally comes in and says, yeah, I tried to make a batch of popcorn for the meeting, but I screwed it up. Uh, it doesn't taste good. It's, it's not sweet enough. Um, I used the right amount of sugar. I don't know what to do. And then maybe John is, has already been making popcorn for a year and a half, or you just talk to John about how he got his popcorn to be so sweet yet use little sugar, then you would connect John and Sally and you would say, hey, John, maybe you can tell Sally what you did with your popcorn. So she did that, right? That takes time too, like managing members amongst each other. That takes time too. But that's actually the most important part because then what happens is is if like John can help Sally and then maybe Sally can help Jonah and Jonah might have a good tip for Peter and then Peter has a uh, an awesome piece of advice for Sandra and so on. These people, they get really close and then they love the tribe and then they love the tribe and they love coming to your meetings every week and then they will naturally start talking to other people outside the tribe and say, man, I'm going to this awesome popcorn meeting. If you like popcorn, you should come. So obviously the, the connection part is the most important. Um, and I think the, and I've done a shitty job at this, I will admit it, is connecting the tribe to each other. I thought about doing a Facebook group for four minute books. Um, I tried to like get people to talk to each other on email and forward mails between them and stuff. Um, I'm not really clear on what the best way is. That's why I've been sitting on it for so long. There will be something. Um, uh, I also thought about uh, doing a sub-site or, or, or a part of the site that's open where people can submit their own book summaries, stuff like that. So I have ideas, but uh, I've been sitting on it because I know it's a big commitment. I'm not where I want it to be. It's not 100% self-sustaining. Um, so I want to get there first and like make sure I have all the time I need. Um, but yeah, I haven't done like, the greatest job at this. I'll admit that. Um, I think a Facebook group is, is probably an easy one, but also an, another thing you have to maintain. And 
I'm, I'm not sure. I don't feel too great about Facebook groups these days. Slack channel is kind of the same. It dies down pretty quickly. So uh, it's a big commitment. It's a step up. Um, but definitely one I want to make. Um, probably, I want to say, in somewhere around two years tops when I'm, I get out of school um, and I have that figured out. Where it's like a really big part of the whole experience, the whole site. I might have smaller things here and there, and I always try to introduce people where it makes sense, but um, I still got to figure the rest out. So, sorry about that. But you get the point. And then lastly, obviously, what comes before all that, which one are you, a heretic or a sheepwalker? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's really not that dangerous. I mean, depending on where you live, being a heretic, because heretic it has a religious connotation. I don't want to encourage you to be a religious heretic, especially if you live somewhere where that leads to uh, you getting, I don't know, thrown into jail or something like that. Um, but in terms of uh, civilized life, Western life, business, and that kind of stuff, there's really not much you can like, go wrong with. You shouldn't do anything illegal, but if you see something that doesn't make sense or something that could be done in a better way and you have a way to do it, just do it. Um, start your own tribe. It's really easy. Uh, it's it doesn't have to be a big tribe or anything start small start local and then just see what happens um there's not really nothing bad that comes from it so far it's the best thing i've ever done so i hope you will give your own tribe a shot and i will see you on the next summary <laughs>